the Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective, but in the 21st century. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. What is up? Yeah, I'm glad to be back on. Yeah. Thanks for having me as a guest. You know, Well, you know. If you can't be a host, you might as well be a guest. I guess so. I mean, so, you know, I heard yeah. the last interview where it's like, you know, with Tank, Jimmy was working. Yeah. I kept looking at my emails and text messages for the invite. No, because you, you're working. I it's doing work invite. hours. Yeah, no. you know, I didn't get an invite. You don't get invited. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Just even a heads up. Okay. Listen. All right. The next time. Uh, I'm interview. I'll tell you right now. Hmm. No, 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 no. We got to take a look at the schedule. Right, you know. Yeah. So, uh, my uh, the next interview coming up is mm. going to be Monday at 10 a.m. Wow. I mean, you know it's work hours. It's fine. It's fine. I yeah. Get it. I get mm-hmm. it. Okay. I get Whatever. it. I see how it goes. You know, you know, what right. I, you know what I appreciate about you, Jimmy? What's that? Your sensitivity. Yeah. Your sensitivity. You know, one of us has to be. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, because uh, we were just in an elders meeting and Jimmy was making an excuse for uh, for not, I don't know, being as engaged as an elder. Wait, what? And uh, that didn't happen. And the excuse was, I had a real rough end of the year. Yeah, I had yeah. a rough end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did I say, Joey? That's not funny. <laughs> what did I say at the elders meeting? Uh, you said, "Oh, did your sister and dad die too?" <laughs> <laughs> so, in case you don't know, um, y'all know if you're a regular listener that my sister died. Um, and then the day after my sister's funeral, my father died. Not even the day after. It was nope. the night of. Yeah. Well, yeah, that night. But I found him the next day. Mm. So my dad, a lot of you know, my dad had uh, Huntington's disease. And uh, my mom and my dad moved in with us so that we could take care of them. My mom had several strokes. And mm-hmm. My dad had Huntington's disease, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he kept trucking. He kept trucking yeah. and like doing really well for a guy with um, HD. And uh, he actually came to my sister's funeral, which he does not leave the house because mm. it's just overwhelming for him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's got some mobility issues. I mean, he can walk, but it's easy to fall. So um, he came and uh, he got kind of stressed out, went home and uh, got him calmed down, gave him his meds, checked on him at night at like 10 o'clock. I'm like, mm. you okay, dad? He's like, everything's good. I'm like, cool. So he doesn't leave the house. So he doesn't go to church. So I, I uh, had church, had to do something after church. Picked up lunch with the family, went home, and I was like, hey, guys, anybody talk to dad? They're like, nope. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go down and check on dad, and then I'll be back up. So I go downstairs, and he's in bed mm. in his PJs, mm. and he sleeps sometimes during the day. You know? Yeah. Head on his hand like he's posing for a, for a, like he's pretending to sleep. Mm. Like, yeah, you put your hands yeah, on your head. Yeah, yeah, Like make a little hand pillow. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah, and he, had, he was gone. He mm. was gone. I was like, whoa. So I had to go upstairs. That's a pretty near perfect story with hand and all. Yeah. That kind of just, I don't know, it's suspiciously perfect. It's like, uh, it's almost, it look, could be arranged. It's a little too, it's a little too little, on the it's nose. It's a little too on the yeah. nose, Joey. Yeah. Well, some people w- might wonder, uh, but the truth is, is, uh, you know, I, I really was close with my dad, so I would mm. not do anything to my dad. Of course not. But well, you're suggesting <laughs> oh. that it could be. That's the thing. And oh. uh, I would, I would, and listen, uh, it was my brother. you can't say that that. (laughs) so my dad uh went in his sleep he was a believer Mm. um and he and my mom are kicking it uh with my sister 
in like heaven with the Lord, all mm. good. But yeah, it definitely was a hard end of the year, and that is a part of why we've been out for a couple a couple of weeks. We you know we were going to take maybe at least a week off yeah, for yeah. the holidays, but then we took off a couple of weeks because uh, I was dealing with some of that. But uh, you know now the kids are you know my dad lived in an apartment in our basement, and so the kids are going down there now and they're hanging out and they're not freaked out by it even though. I mean, there's nothing to, well, yeah. I guess, I, I mean, there's nothing to freak out about, but I guess it would feel well, uneasy. Yeah, they'd just, be like, oh, this is like, you know, grandpa's space. You yeah, know? yeah. And they're all it's, good. It's just probably just this, you know, feeling of, I don't know, loss, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. So, well, it just he, feels he, different. And he did die down there. So, I do, I do on occasion hint that. Joe, no. That, yeah, his ghost could. Joey, why bother would them you when they have sleepovers? Do that? I mean, you know, <laughs> <coughs> my my kids ain't dumb. They, no, they, I know they, they know it. <laughs> so, anyways, just so you guys know, mm. um, we're all good. Uh, we love my dad. It's definitely painful um, mm. to lose somebody. Uh, I mean, he was the best man at my wedding because I had lots of friends, but uh, he's the best man that I knew, and uh, so I want to be like him. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's been painful, but we're happy for him. He is he is in glory and. Uh, yeah, and now we have another fridge to hold more soda, so that's good too. Win win. Alright, guys, this is how we this, cope. This is how we cope. This is yeah. how we what cope with things. <laughs> the most painful loss of my life was losing my dad. Yeah, even, even more so than my mom because my mom was so sick at the end. Oh, and she yeah. had such a long run of suffering. I was happy when she died because now she was the little. My dad was a surprise. Like what the heck? Oh, after, yeah. Right after my sister. Mm. That's painful. So yeah, that's how we cope. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> yeah, the, the week after it happens, Joe's like, "Yeah, I'm not sure." Because yeah. you know, Joe is a stoic guy. Like he's not. You know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm either annoyed or I'm happy. That's, that's it, about. Right? That's about it. <laughs> so he texts. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm just not. I'm not feeling well right now. Maybe coming down with a cold or flu." I'm like, "Well, Joe, the the water coming from your eyes are tears. Yeah, and the pain in your heart that's called grief. Oh, take take some time. I'm buddy. pretty sure that's the flu. <laughs> That's the only explanation I can come up with. <laughs> Maybe I have COVID. You know, I think, yeah, I think it's, I don't know. I don't think it's that, though. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. So here's something to talk about. And, uh, you know, we would have normally got to this earlier. But, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. This my, is my back dad end. died and everything. Yeah. You, all right. So, you're going to use that for how long? Oh, yeah, well, you know, in, in the first quarter. Until it doesn't work anymore. Until it doesn't work. Yeah, until it you know, people, are, people are like, hey, man, why aren't, you're not really hitting your deadlines. I'm like, well, I would have, but my sister died, and then next week my dad died, so why don't you cut me some slack? And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry, bro. That's what they do. Mm. Um, so I, I put out a tweet. and this uh, is what, uh, December 11th. Yeah. And I, listen, I don't tweet a ton, and uh, so, but, you know, this came out of some things that I see quite a bit. Uh, I said on Twitter, I've grown weary of self-appointed teachers, quote, reformers, and shock jock personalities pretending to be prophets and shepherds. Why does anyone listen to them? Stay close to your local church and pastors who are held accountable. I feel like that is a pretty sane and measured tweet. Yeah, I mean, Maybe I'm wrong. No, no. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no. I mean, I think, you it's know. It's very qualified. It's very qualified. Um... And I think in our day and age, everyone assumes there's some context that you're you're subtweeting somebody. Oh, you're thinking of somebody. No, I'm thinking like, of somebody I, in particular. I could pick like four or five people that this would apply yeah. to that I know of, but it's 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 a it's a bigger problem. It's a bigger problem. And yeah, I thought the tweet. I, I I'm trying to look at any line on there or any word or phrase that I could disagree with. 
Th- this is what's um hang on. So this is what's bothering me about it is like um I said, I've grown weird who am I weary of? So not just anybody I disagree with. Yep. These people that I'm weary of are some sort of teacher or preacher, or they call themselves a reformer, mm-hmm. um, or I perceive them to be a shock jock personality. We can talk about that. But these are people that are self-appointed, right? Yeah. Uh, meaning that they are not held accountable by a local church. They're, they're, they don't have an authority over them. They are authority under themselves. They are shock jock, meaning they are pushing people's buttons on purpose for clicks and views. Yep. Okay. To get um, reactions. To get reactions. Um, uh, but they're putting themselves forth as a prophet or a shepherd. So I'm, I'm thinking of particular kinds of personalities and encouraging people like, don't listen to them. My encouragement is very simple. So I'm basically saying like, hey, careful of those guys. Careful of the online. Yeah. Okay, yeah. In particular, that's where it's going to be found. What I'd like you to do, stay close to your local church. Get offline. Where you have local pastors. Yep. Who are held accountable by a congregation or a synod or whatever, yep, whatever yep, your yep. form of polity is. I feel like that's, you know. I mean, would any of us disagree? Like, that, that's the thing. Like, how, even looking at the responses, I'm trying to find even someone that just says, no, why should I follow anyone that's held accountable? Like, I'm not <laughs> seeing anybody that's actually disagreeing right. with the tweet itself. Yeah, it's like, well, you go down, well, here's a guy. There uh, might be cynical views. Yeah, right. So this guy, Abe uh, Bagby, um, he said, held accountable, in quotes, realistically means slaves to the people who pay their salary, unfortunately. And those people tend to have itching ears these days. Sometimes these reformers tell it like, tell it like it is. Tell it like it is. Precisely. It's not what he says, but it's what he means. Tell it like it is. Precisely because they don't answer to anyone but God's judgment. Um, and I said, well, this is a cynical take on local churches because it, to say held accountable realistically means slaves to the people who pay their salary. So that's a general statement. If, it, if, 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 if accountability, as I say it in his mind, realistically means that means this is the general truth that these are slaves to people who pay their salary. Uh, I, I think that's, I think that is a cynical take. Certainly that happens. Um, but, uh, I haven't experienced it. And nor have I even, I haven't experienced personally, nor have I seen it in any of the churches I've been a part of. People are willing to say what needs to be said. Yeah. And they're not held accountable. So, you know, uh, I also said it denies what scripture prescribes for leaders and churches, meaning that like, listen, if you say that that doesn't work because it just means you're a slave to somebody who pays your salary, well, then you're denying what scripture calls us to do. That's the implication in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that sort of went off the rails. You know, uh, Abe was, uh, the, you know, upset that you know, I was being too harsh with him for saying that, that was a cynical take. <laughs> so, uh, and he, he says, you, here's the thing. Okay. So I said, this is not only a cynical take on local churches, but it denies what scripture prescribes for leaders and churches. And he says, it does no such thing. That's being very harsh to my reply. I don't feel like I'm being harsh. So Jimmy, you help me if I am. Cause if I'm being harsh, I, I, no, I didn't think so. I mean, like I said, it's a generalization. Obviously Abe has potentially, Maybe that, you know, uh, has had a bad church experience. And sure. listen, I'm going to say this. The point he's making is it's a general statement, which I think is unfair, not um, it's unhelpful in this. Right. Because 
it's it's a overgeneralization. Of, he, he should say held accountable sometimes means that would have changed the whole tweet, exactly. but not realistically means correct because I think he's right. There have been incidents, oh, instances, and I've seen those instances where uh, pastors are <coughs> sorry, uh, pastors or yeah, even associate pastors mm-hmm. right, are uh, afraid, unwilling to say the hard truths because they don't want to lose their job. Mm-hmm. They don't want to lose the paycheck. Like they are looking at, hey, where else could I go so I can get out of this situation, but not actually dealing with the situation at hand. Yeah. But again, that's a, for me, at least in my, it's it's a small subset. So to say it's, it's generally everybody I think is unfair. Yeah. But you know, again, it, it it would it could be a good conversation. It's like these a lot, just a lot of absolutes, um, or close to those sort of things. Um, you know, uh, one woman, uh, Pioneer Princess Texas, said, "Pastors that are held accountable haven't seen too many of those." Sad truth, and yeah, that that's a, that's a reality. There are a lot of pastors that are not held accountable. You know, that's like you're. You know, I'm encouraging people to stay close to your local church, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are going to say like, "Well, but in my local church, the pastor runs everything. He's the pope." Mm-hmm. You know, and that's an unhealthy yeah. church. I yeah. would say, don't stay there if that's the case. That's no, that's not healthy at all. You know, obviously, I'm trying to encourage people to to evaluate who they're listening to. I, I think you know, my the, the tweet in my mind was because I just see a lot of guys who have been at it for like three years, um, which doesn't make them wrong. Um, but who are like, you know, really kind of presenting themselves as reformers and authorities when they have very little credibility in my mind, uh, some of these people. Uh and what, some- what gives them credibility? Oh, uh, sustained ministry. Okay. Uh, over over a period of time. Okay. Uh, you know, fruitful ministry. Uh, you know, which can be measured in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, for, when I look at a at a guy, even guys that I disagree with, they've been at it for, you know, ten years, fifteen years, twenty mm-hmm. years, thirty years. It's like, oh well, they they have some credibility built up because it, they're they're not new. They've been tested. They've been proven. They've been faithful, uh, and you can look at their body of work to mm-hmm. evaluate. Like, oh, look at what they've said. You know, um, you know, so this, one of these guys was like, you know, you must not have been at this long if you can't see what I'm trying to say. And I'm like, well, twenty over twenty years, mm-hmm, uh, which mm-hmm. doesn't make me right, by the way. I said, it yeah, doesn't, it doesn't mean I'm wise, but uh, I don't. So like, I, I get it, and I think there. Listen, there absolutely is a place for people to, you know, to be prophetic and to, and to speak and i'm i'm sure that there are rare occasions when somebody isn't um emerging out of a a healthy church uh, but people that do not emerge out of a healthy church with accountability and start some kind of you know watch blogger ministry or whatever and then never come under that are are untethered and mm. therefore untrustworthy to me. I don't like who who are these people? Like for me, that's that's where I get concerned. And there was one other thing mm. that somebody said. Oh. I can't find it, but somebody was like, you know, you always make these vague things. Why don't you just call people out if you're thinking about somebody? Why don't you just call people out? Um, and my aunt, you know, like scripture calls people out, and the reality is, is well. Yeah, sometimes Paul calls people out, and sometimes he speaks in generalities. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. If if I need to call somebody out, uh, I'm I'm happy to do that. Um, but for example, 
in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4, for the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. Um, it says, but false prophets in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 1, so false prophets also arose among the people, uh, just as there will be false teachers among you who secretly do this. Or in 1 Timothy chapter 6, if anyone teaches a doctrine that does not agree with the sound words of our Lord, uh, he is puffed up, conceited, and understands that. He's not always identifying specific yeah. people. Sometimes yeah, yeah. we're dealing with principles, and that's yep. what I was trying to do with this. And I think the principle is is sound. Well, it, again, I'm I, I'm I'm not I'm not specifically saying that we we don't need reformers. We do, uh, but like this, it's the self appointed thing. It's like uh, we wouldn't. Who wants? To, who, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just very confused. Why? I'm not confused. I think people are drawn, and you tell me what you think. Mm. Why are people drawn to self appointed, platformed people that are not held accountable? to a local church why would there be an appeal there well i think part of it is there's this sense of <clears throat> oh anti-establishment mm -hmm. right yep sense of anti-establishment which is uh, cool for uh, this is a cool american thing it's a cool yeah, american yeah, thing yeah. right it's, it's rock and roll it's yeah and and look here they're not tethered by by uh big eva mm -hmm. right they're not tethered by that they're just speaking the word they're speaking what god is saying you know, um, they've they've got this the spirit of the prophet with them, and I think for some, because that's it's appealing, it's also an excuse for their own sin. It's like it's it's an excuse or validation or justification for how they interact oh, with so, people around them. In, so, in the case of those self-appointed guys that are rather combative and, yeah. and not very compassionate. Yep. Like it excuses their, yeah, I could see that. And not, not just that, I'm talking about those people that really gravitate. Yeah. It, it, for them, it excuses right. their own. That's right? what okay, I, yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, I also think that like there's something, like a lot of these guys, here's the thing, a lot of these self-appointed, here's what I said, self-appointed teachers, reformers, and shock shock personalities, um, many of them are very gifted. They're, yeah. they're gifted by God. They've got good brains. They're good with words. And they would serve a far greater purpose um, if they were actually held accountable by a local church, if they had elders over them to, mm -hmm. to, to not only talk to them about what they're saying, but how they're saying it. Yeah. Right. You know, we all need, uh, like I recently, I recently liked a tweet. Some guy uh, said something and he was actually pointing out another guy's problems and uh and and the guy that so okay there's there's twitter person number one i don't have the tweet in front of me twitter yeah. person number one is essentially calling out uh twitter person number two and saying like man like you're at the seminary i went to it's super embarrassing for me i i wish you weren't associated with the seminary something like that mm. oh i liked his tweet because so much of what i see this guy write his book and everything i just i have major problems with um, well, then I was called out for liking a tweet that blasphemed the name of God because at the top of his tweet, mm. which I didn't see because mm. I'm careless, it said, God, you're awful. And then he said, what do you want to say? Ooh. And I, so I just said, listen, I'm, I am sorry for liking a tweet that trivialized yeah. God's name. Don't, I'm not down with that. No, uh, not at all. Know. But I his point, right? Like the, the, I, I don't just, I still affirm his general point. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, your writing is embarrassing for me as a member of the seminary yeah. that you're now at. Um, 
And now the guy that did the original tweet has apologized for his tweet. He's mm-hmm. like, I shouldn't have said it at all. I'm so sorry. But I still, like, yeah, I, I think that guy is embarrassing. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I had to apologize for part of it. And, uh, you know, if the Lord convicts me that I need to apologize for liking his tweet at all, I'll, I'll do that. But mm-hmm. so far he hasn't done that. But yeah, I felt bad. You got you to be willing to do that. And uh, But I, I went and talked to Brian about it right away when this whole thing happened. Yeah. Like, let one of the elders know. Because yeah. I have elders. If the yeah. elders told me like, hey, dummy, yeah, you need to fix that. I would do that. I would submit to the elders. Elders yeah. tell me what to do, man. I'm going to I'm going to do it. Even if I disagree, <clears throat> yep. I'm, I'm like like okay, that's why God had gave me the elders he gave me just like he gave you the elders he gave you. Yep. Unless you have an unhealthy, an unhealthy church. <clears throat> but see, here's in the thing I know about you, Joe, is let's go ahead and paint this uh let let's redo this. Let's redo this right. in the best, you know. Got it. All right. I'm good. Uh, and I and I'm I'm hesitant to name one individual, like one teacher, uh, because there's going to be something about what they've written or said that someone's going to disagree with. So okay. I I can envision you tweeting out, hey, uh, enjoy and, you know, get what you can. I'm not going to keep those 140 characters. Uh, uh, get what you can from Dever, Keller, Piper, MacArthur, right? Like, mm-hmm. get what you can from them. Sure. But stay close to your local church and your pastors who are held accountable. Yeah. So like you in the same vein, because I, I think what, you know, uh, some people here may have missed is I'm because I'm kind of scrolling through is like your, your focus is not just on them, but your main point is is local hey, church. Local church is what is important. Yeah, that's good. Sub, you could supplement, enjoy them, get what you where can. Where were you when this was going down and my dad was dying, by the way? Where were you? Because it was on the 11th. Where were you? You could have said, hey, now do a follow-up. You could have said that, but now you just left me hanging. I was covering mm-hmm. your responsibilities. Oh, like what? At the preaching. Oh, that's easy. What? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> along with my no, own. No, I totally agree with that. <laughs> but told, you see what I'm saying? This, like, is a, this, is, this, is a, this is addressing the negative, but you yes. can also address the positive. Address the positive. And then make the same exactly, point. Exactly. That would a good follow-up. I, exactly. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks because, for nothing. You're welcome. But because I think I know I know you, and I yeah. like we both agree on that. These are good teachers. I'm going to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do another one and do a part two. And I, instead of saying, I've grown weary of self-appointed teachers, I'll say, um... I'm very thankful for church appointed teachers uh, and reformers uh, who are faithful prophets and shepherds, but stay, be sure and stay closest yes. to your church and pastors who are held. I, I'm going to do that. Cause I, I, I know you, yeah. all these guys, like, you and I have enjoyed, you know, learning from them yeah. from afar. E- and listen, like even people that we disagree with, like I, there's things I disagree with MacArthur, but there's a lot of yeah. things. Dever, all of them. All I of don't them. agree with any of those guys 100%. 100%. Exactly. Exactly. And I, like, yeah, I would say, because Piper and Keller, and Piper, I probably have most in a line with Dever. I would have more issues with the other three, but like they, they all three have been greatly used of God. And oh, you can resource. All I mean, of even them. even ministries, right? Like even like you know, I have. We've talked about it before, right? There's certain things and certain styles, like with founders. Yeah. But when I was in Canada and I, I didn't have a lot of resources and I was trying to like, the Lord was kind of really using scripture and I was mm-hmm. trying to like, I just reform theology and just like, for me, it was like scriptural, but yeah. I, I didn't have, I didn't have the flesh. I didn't have like right, right. flesh to the bones. I didn't have like the words. Yeah. And I'm, but founders ministry, you got those journals, the journals, like oh, being man. able to love those journals, exactly being able to kind of learn from a distance. Right. But still at that time, you know, even though 
my local church, there was there was some disagreements that I had. Sure. I was still invested in my local church, oh, yeah. but yet still being fed yeah. and encouraged by a ministry from afar, yeah. right? And I think that it's the same for all these writers and all these things that we have, and they're good. They're good things mm-hmm. to to engage with and to to learn from, but the local church. Yeah. Man, I just had a I had a good conversation with uh with a brother. Um he was a member here and um then he moved to California years ago and uh and joined MacArthur's church. That's mm. where you know, mm. he landed in that area, wanted to join MacArthur's church. And he's a really good example, I think, of um of a dude, uh, you know, faithful Christian dude. Um, really like him a lot. I wish he li- I wish he moved back here. Um, but he was back in town, so we were hanging out and having sushi and stuff. And uh, and I said, so how are things going? And listen, like you know, I have I have some issues with some of the things that MacArthur has said and done over the years. But I'm not picking on him about it. No, I'm just minding no. my own business. But he brought it up. He's like, you know, these accusations about how they handled church discipline in the past or mm. sexual abuse in the past. He brought it up. And I said, so how are you processing all that stuff? And he said, well, I didn't want to just cut and run. He said, I, you know, I, I really wanted to pray through it. I wanted to talk to people. Um, you know, I'm still being very built up and encouraged, not only by the preaching there, but by the fellowship of the saints, lots of great mm-hmm, Christians mm-hmm. there. Um, and, you know, like for all that, you know, people might want to say, like, you just, you know, you got to get out of there. Like, I really appreciated that he was like, you know, I may wind up dipping out you know, as I'm processing this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's being, th- he's not ignoring anything, not ignoring it, uh, but, but also not taking everything. Yeah. He's not just reacting fast. Yes. He's talking to a lot of people that have, you know, worked behind the scenes there and he's figuring stuff out. Now, uh, does that lend to what you mentioned earlier about the credibility, right? Like in the sense of, Hey, you know, uh, maybe not give people the benefit of the doubt wholesale, right. In the, in depending on the situation, again, every situation is going to be yeah. different, but, it's it, it is different if it's someone new three years in less than five i'll probably cut in pretty fast yeah i mean it would want to know and listen as a general rule i give people the benefit of the doubt that's my general default unless you've given me reason not to yeah and that's when i start to question um and so like yeah and when when evidence comes out and you know lawyers start talking mm-hmm, and people start mm-hmm. sharing it's like okay well then let's let's look at all of this and yep. then respond appropriately but yeah no i mean a guy that's that's been at it but i've also learned this i've 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 known guys that have been at it for a long time who completely flame out mm. who completely mm. destroy uh churches yep. and yep. marriages man it's just like associations yeah which is why yeah which is why you don't like yeah like you give the benefit of the doubt as a starting point but as soon as evidence comes up then you just gotta be yep you gotta be fair you really gotta be fair about it and fair doesn't mean protect your buddy yes fair means um protect the innocent yep all right so if your buddy's not innocent you, you don't protect him. You no. do the right thing. That's right. Uh, we want. I definitely want to protect the innocent. You know, if there's slander going on, man, I, then I want to well, let's, let's let's call it out and prove that it's slander. Yep. But uh, you know, so are you still sick? Jimmy got sick. I got sick. Everybody, lots of people in our Ugh, church got sick. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So you're you were out for what? Were you out for a full week? No, no. Uh, I was feeling it earlier. I took. I crashed Wednesday night, and then Thursday, Friday, I you I woke stayed. up Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Then I woke up. Yeah, this morning my alarm goes off because we had the elders meeting. Yeah, and I'm like, I start hacking up, and I'm like, I think I'm good. Like, you I'll know what I mean? It. Yeah, I'll make it. I haven't been to the. I didn't go to the last elders meeting. Yeah. We've had a, a a bit of a 
Oh, uh-huh. I know you had a real rough, hard end of the year. Yeah, it was real tough for you. Why? Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> why are you the way that you? So are? is it like you get to come home and you look and your father's chair is empty? <laughs> the thing is, is, Jimmy will actually get sad if. <laughs> no, Jimmy, but yeah, but I know you, and you know, I mean, theoretically speaking, mm-hmm. every day I go into work. Yep. And I see my dad's empty chair. Yeah. But he's feeling the one in Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels. No, no, no. My dad's also in paradise. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was better. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, your dad has to pay for it. But yeah. See, that's that's so cold, dude. How do you even? Uh, how, do, how do you even maintain a friendship with anybody when you like you know that they're hurting? <laughs> and they need support. No, no, but that's and just then it. you I just know. mock. No, no, no. And this you is, just make fun of their This is the support. This relatives. is the support I know you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think our listeners know that I'm a sensitive person. <clears throat> oh yeah, and, sure. Um, although I was talking to, uh, I was talking to the last episode. Yeah, last episode, um, I was talking to our buddy Wheels, mm. Ed, Ed Romine, and uh, I don't even know how it came up, but like I, somehow I said something like. Bro, like you sit around all the time. I said something like that. No, <laughs> he he's just like he laughs so hard. He 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 is, and again, like he makes fun of me. Like we all make fun of each other. It's like whatever. Like we're not. There's 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 much love. That dude has the best heart and humor mm. of of like most people that I know. He's he's, he's way at the top. You know, people that are not at our church has mm. a great sense of humor and is able to laugh at the things that are painful. You know, yeah. for some of us, not for everybody. Yeah. Not everybody's good at that. Eh, you know, helps us. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineAndDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we've got that all-access exclusive content. You got the banter of truth on Tuesdays. You got weekday wisdom Monday through Friday. You can go ahead and click on the link on your podcast player that says support this podcast or head on over to doctrineanddevotion.com slash all access and sign up today. Later. Later.